Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty. This is the podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran and today we're chatting about injectables. Now, if you've listened to this podcast ever, it's pretty common knowledge that I'm a huge fan of a little jab jab here and there, which is wildly ironic given how much I actually hate needles. I started getting injectables when I was about 26, which upon reflection was too young, I personally think. I think that it can actually be quite aging, especially when you are younger and there is nothing more youthful looking than a fresh and expressive face. And me worrying about my non-existent crow's feet that were actually just signs of laughter seems very, very silly. But at 33, I get injectables one to two times per year and I get a lot less than I did when I was 26 and I absolutely love the results. But why? For me, Makeup is art and I absolutely love makeup and having a canvas, this sounds so silly, but having a canvas with creases on it is annoying. Makeup applies so much easier on a smooth base and it makes me look like I've had more sleep. I talk about sleep way too much at the moment, but when I look in the mirror, when I didn't have it, like while I was still breastfeeding, I was like, oh my God, I look so haggard. And when it has worn off, that's just how I feel. But I just love that it makes me look fresher, sort of like I've had a holiday or a really good sleep, but nope, just a pretty expensive needle. But today is not an episode where I prattle on about my love for the jab because that would end up sounding like I was trying to convince you. And I don't want to convince you either way. I'm a firm believer that people should just do whatever the hell they want to their face. And to be honest, I really don't care. I actually don't care what people do. So I've brought in a woman who does care, a woman who has written articles and talked extensively about her to bow or not to bow dilemma, a woman who looks beautiful without injectables and who would look beautiful with injectables, a woman whose worth is in no way associated with how she looks regardless. Welcome, Mia Friedman. I sound like such a punish. (laughs) No, it's just when I was thinking about this, though, I was like, you actually have talked about this a lot. I have. I think before I met you, Mm. you were talking about it on podcasts. Like, I don't know. And you'd ask guests. Yeah, I would. So I've gone through phases in my life. I turned 50 last year, Mm. but I've gone through phases where I've been like quite on the fence. I'm not on the fence at the moment, but where I've really felt like I'm quite close to it. Yeah. Okay. And then I step back. And I wrote an article for Mamma Mia um, Two weeks recently ago. Yep. Yeah, about the reasons why. I think so many things around women's choices, particularly if there are choices around beauty or our weight or around motherhood, when you say what you've chosen, if I've chosen something different, mm. I'll feel like you're judging me. Yeah. And sometimes you are. But in most cases, it's like we're trying to convince ourselves and justify it to ourselves. I personally don't think that you were judgmental at all in that article. I thought that there were very valid reasons. But it did surprise me 
how many people in the Mamma Me Out Louders Facebook group were talking about the article and then oh, arguing with each other in the comments and it talking went about it. Absolutely I was viral. Like, do you think that people that don't have injectables care more than people that do? Yes. Like the pressure to get it, Kel, is, is it there? Massive. Okay. Like it feels like there's an arms race. Mm. And to say I'm not doing it feels not like, oh, I'm trying to be cool and I'm trying to say I'm better than you and I'm smug. But it's hard to yeah. not just say it, but to take the decision not to do it. So that was what was really good about writing this article and getting it straight mm. in my own head, in my own forehead, the three that reasons. Moves. Like I broke it down. Yeah, my forehead moves a lot and I'm look, we're sitting opposite each other now. Mine's not moving Yours, at all. <laughs> nothing's moving on your face except your mouth. In some of my WhatsApp groups with some of my friends, interestingly, these are my Gen X friends, right? Mm. So women in their 40s and early 50s. And most of my friends in that group have not had it. Yeah. It's my younger friends that have had it, which is interesting because we kind of feel us Gen Xers, oh my God, are we so horrifying to you that you want to start having Botox at 23 or 26, like you said, because what we show to you is so horrifying. You will do anything to avoid that. And I think that's so fair. And one of your points in the article was that you want to be an example of what 50 does look like. I want to, to be an example. I don't yeah. want to be like, say- You don't you want to should... be the pinnacle or the yeah, poster exactly. girl for- I think as well when you talk about like looking at celebrities, it's not about being mean. I think if they mm. completely deny getting different things done, yeah. we both agree that it's completely gaslighting to yeah. other women that then say, my face doesn't do that. I use sunscreen. Yeah. My face I drink doesn't water, look like that. Which is why I'm very open always mm. about anything that I get done because I don't want someone who also has a very small baby that doesn't sleep to go, Kelly looks so fresh. I worry that... If all the people that we see have either had filters on the images that they post mm. online or have had work, we start to lose sight of what it can look like to not be yes. that. Yes. And so, of course, when we look in the mirror, we're going to go, ew. So you are obviously so on the fence, but do you want them? Is that why you're on the fence? Like, Well, I'm super vain, Okay, right? So I want to look as good as I can. Mm. You know, one of my reasons was visibility is that I mm. want to have options. Yeah. Of what growing older can look like. Yeah. The other is fear because I'm not scared of needles at all, but I'm scared that I will lose perspective and I don't trust myself to just have a little bit Yeah, because I'll just have a little bit and then I'll just have a little bit more. But if it's completely off the table, like if my line in the sand is no injectables and no like anything that Nothing will, cutting in. Nothing or cutting in. Like nothing penetrating. Or, exactly. Facelift or whatever. Then- that's a line that's easy for me to hold. Mm. Then the second reason, and this is the one that's most complicated, is about feminism. Mm. My concern is, so the new beauty standard or the beauty standard that we've seen in the last 10 years, it freezes the muscles of your face. It limits your facial expressions or erases them, mm. like frowning, for example. Now, if the beauty standard for women has become less expression or no expression and that we need to be a blank canvas, as you said before, that troubles me. On a feminist level, it troubles me. And not to say you're not a feminist if you do it, but to me, there's a bigger picture there and what's going on rather than just, this is my choice to inject my face. Yeah. I think that that's a really good point. 
I wonder if that many people think about it so much in that sort of detail. That's actually one of the things that I always say. I'm like, I wish that I did have more expression, especially because I'm a very expressive person, that it wasn't so on either side. But it's certainly never something that I've thought I need to remove my expression. But see, I'm looking at you. You've got no expressions. Like I could tell you. I can still show you exactly what it is. But how? With my voice and with my inflections. And this is the thing. It's like, oh, I'm such a martyr because of feminism. I'm not getting Botox. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. I don't think it sounds ridiculous. But it just worries me when people say, oh, feminism is about making choices. And I'm like, yeah, totally. But if everyone's making the same choice, what is that saying about our culture and what it wants women to do or be? Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. A couple of months ago, I did like a Q&A on my own Instagram and I, one of the questions came in was, do you actually think that like skincare and injectables and all these things work or is it all just snake oil? And I wasn't sure. I was like, I might get in trouble for doing this. But it's like if you look at the ladies in the Sex and the City movie mm. compared to, say, the Golden Girls when they did that, they yeah. were the same age. Yeah. They looked vastly different. And even though a lot of people were like, oh, the Sex and the City, they look fantastic, like they haven't had too much done, they've definitely still had some stuff done. Absolutely. And, and they some also more than others. Yeah. use like a lot more skincare. There's a lot more research that goes into all that sort of thing now. So and there's a lot more available. You can do in America or if you're a celebrity that regular us folk can't do. That aren't available. Here. Um, and just even treatments, skin yeah. treatments that are non invasive. And I think that when you look at those two things, it's like, well, yes, things definitely work. The irony is, you know, anyone who knows me or has read my stuff, I spent a fortune on serums. I just went to see Dr. Shami in Melbourne. She's part of our Skin Summit, who does do injectables, but also does other treatments that are for people like me. It's not like I'm like, oh, no, I'm natural. I'm just going to put olive oil on my face. Screw that. Mm. Like I spend a fortune at Mecca, at Adore, at Maya, everywhere, and I'm about to spend a fortune on treatments with Dr. Shami. I want options that don't impact my ability to have facial expressions. So if you could get something that removed any lines from your face, would you do it? Well, no, because if looking good as you age, is all about erasing every sign that you've laughed, that you've cried, that you've hurt, that you've been surprised. Mm. What's the point of having a life? Like if we're all just going to try to be completely blank canvases, that troubles me on some level. What is your goal from skincare and from, so you're saying you spend a fortune. (laughs) Like to look younger. It's complex. I'm hypocritical in so many ways. I think though, if that's where you're drawing the line. But also I just think, would anyone care if you did get Botox or injectables in general? I feel like I've now totally backed myself into a corner. 100%. Because, yeah, yeah. so I feel like now people would say I feel let down because a lot of people have said thank you for, you know, making me feel normal that I'm not Mm. doing it. Because back to what we said at the beginning about it being an arms race, 
that makes me feel really anxious. Mm. And I was talking to a 26-year-old I work with here who says the same thing. All her friends are getting it. And I said, how does that make you feel? And she said, well, it makes me feel really anxious because if everyone my age is getting it and I don't, am I going to look like shit? Mm. Because the new standard of how everyone looks is Botox. Yeah. Why do you think it was too early that you started to get Botox? Because it can be ageing, right? Personally. I personally think that it can be very ageing when young girls get work because- it can. It's so youthful when your face moves and when that's just regardless. And when you don't have the big lips and the cheek fillers and honestly one time I was at like an influencer party and I was probably 29, 30 and a lot of the girls there were in their very early 20s. And they were shocked that I was so much older than them. Honestly, I wasn't just me being a big head. I was like, oh, we look the same age. Yes, I agree. Because so, they had so yeah. much stuff pumped into it's their face. It's that kind of early 30s look that I think you also get if you're 22 and start to do yes, it. Yes, yeah. exactly. But see, Kel, that's where I, standing outside it, can go, well, hang on a second, isn't this a bit messed up if we've got everyone looking the same, mm. even if they're 20 years apart Everyone listening to this podcast will recognise that look, right? It's the injected, the lips, the cheeks. In many cases, it's the long, dark Kim Kardashian hair. But it can become quite a generic Mm. look in the same way that in the 90s it was kind of the grunge, wafy look was quite a generic look. I'm always about diversity and about options. My ears prick up and my spidey sense goes off when everyone is making the same choice. Anyway, we talk about all different options in the Skin Summit, which is why we wanted to do it. It's a completely judgment-free zone. It is. There's experts about everything. Yeah. So no bow, bow bow, whatever Serums, you choose. Serums. Bow curious. Yep. What skincare is actually worth spending money on. So yeah. Paula from Paula's Choice, she is very opinionated and I love it because she's like, don't waste your money on this and this is the ingredients that you really need. We've got Zoe Foster Blake. You had the chat with Zoe, didn't you? I did. By the time you listen to this, we will have already announced that we have a very special guest, which is the absolute legend guru, Caroline Hirons. Oh, my goodness. Skincare goddess of the world. So exciting. So if you're interested in more conversations about injectables, and let's be honest, I think that Mia is still going to be on the fence talking about this in another (laughs) decade. Shut up, Mia. Like 100% you'll be like, oh, gosh, I still don't know. I just... We're going to make sure that we pop the link in the show notes. If you're not already signed up and have your ticket, make sure that you jump in and grab it because it is going to be two nights to remember. The annual subscribers actually get free access, which is so cool. Mm. I love seeing, like, I saw on the Facebook, people were just so grateful. It's so nice. I know, nice. free tickets if you're an annual Mamma Mia Like, sorry, that's such a good deal. Pretty juicy. Um, but if you haven't subscribed yet, you can totally still get the tickets through the link in the bio. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia and if you want us to chat about something on here, let us know by sliding on into our DMs or emailing us at ubeauty at mamma mia.com.au. I'll be back in New Year's tomorrow with Lee. Have a great day. <laughs>